championship. Can you feel Candlestick? Welcome to Southern 49. My name is Tesh, and Brian Young belongs in the Hall of Fame. And he was at the game today. Did you guys see that? Shout out BY with the family and friends. Yeah. He's he a Hall of Famer. He had a suite. Uh, I got Fresno's finest, and Fresno, uh, they lost a, they lost one yesterday, huh? Hey, man, Jake Hayner, what's up, baby? You got to shake it off, man. You got to represent the East Bay better than that. That yeah, was four, it. You had four interceptions? Five turnovers. Five turnovers. turnovers. Four interception, one fumble. Man, he was Heisman hopeful, man. Come on, Hayner. Yeah. Be better than that. No, we were talking about it. We were talking about how he was a Heisman hopeful, and now I think that one game probably knocks him out. Five turnovers in one game, and he loses by one point. To Hawaii, man. You know, all sandy beaches and pretty women, not good football. Come on. It's almost like, did Hayner have money on the game? It's possible. (laughs) I mean, but he he already made man, though, so, but. It's good though. He's gonna bounce back. I don't know who we play next, but we st- we still gonna ride with him though. Hopefully we stay in the top twenty five, but I doubt it. I got my main man, the bag man, Jamal in the house. What you drinking on, Jamal? Uh, I got nothing to drink tonight. Just uh, drinking my own tears right now. Your own tears. The Giants won today. Yeah, forgot about them. That's the only thing that's holding us up today. Uh, yeah, they got all the Gigantes, National West Division champs. 107 wins. Team record. National League West champions. Uh, they have hey, the... Shout out, hey, shout out. I got to shout out my man Buster Posey. <laughs> Coming through at the end. I need, I need that playoff push too, Posey. I'm calling you out. Like, what, E-47? Only Busters I like is Buster Posey and Buster Rhymes. So, Buster Mo hits, man. Not Buster Screen? Not a fan of Buster Screen. Nah, Buster Screen, the other way, like five snaps. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Even that's that. He's a um, buster. Uh, little shameless plug: the Antioch football team. We uh dominated on Friday night. It was a big win for us. <laughs> Shout out the Panthers. And then Shout uh, out. we had a lot of Antioch football players playing on college football Saturday. And then one Isaiah Dunn for the New York Jets. I know this is a 49ers podcast, but he got in the game and locked it down on defense for the Jets. They didn't give up a pass, played the whole second half. Happy about that. And then Najee got his first career rushing touchdown. So it's been an awesome weekend for the Antioch Panthers. Shout out to 925. 925. So it's been a a great weekend. Great weekend. And, you know, if you want to extend to it, you know, Another Antioch running back, Joe Mixon, uh, and his team are on top of his division, three and one record. So, you know, I just, you know, I'm just a little prideful right now. The little test, a little fired up this this evening in this early morning on the East Coast. East Coast time. He's a little fired up. Um, so, after a loss. Or the one thing, the one thing that we didn't get was a 49ers win today. Jamal. If you can name one thing that cost us a game today, name me one thing. I know there's a bunch of things, and we'll get into there's it. There's a bunch of things. Yeah, give me one thing that you're just. I'll go with the uh, start of the fourth quarter, third and six, E4, it's offside penalty. That would yeah. have been a punt, and I think they scored 
uh, that same possession too. So yeah. that was kind of a backbreaker. It is. That's the D4 special being offside. Huh? Oh, yeah. It, yep, you know that, for it. That, that's what he's famous for, isn't it? Yeah. Yep. He'd do it for anybody. <laughs> Chrissy, Chris, one thing that just irked you during the game and just you could kind of point at, like maybe this was a turning moment for us. I would just say the the mental mistakes that we were having towards the end, the kind of letting the run fix with our defense, you know, letting Alex Collins kind of seal the deal on that touchdown run, uh, not making the plays on Russell Wilson when he got that touchdown pass. That was another sack that we could have had. Um, the D-line was in the pressure in the game, but I just want to say the not completing the plays, the not, not making the plays that were there to be made was uh, That's uh, a good point. thing for us. That's a good point. Um, first, quarter, first quarter started off great, you know what I mean? Niners go out, get a three and out. I think they got a sack on that first drive also. Um, and then the Niners get the ball back on the first drive. They're just moving the ball, moving the ball. Jimmy G's hitting five yards, six yards, seven yard passes. And then he throws one like a like a 12 to 15 yard pass to Dwelly. Dwelly does a good job of getting inside leverage of the corner and high pointing the ball. Jimmy puts it the ball, good spot, stands tough in the pocket, takes a hit. And just touchdown. And I'm just thinking to myself, all right, man, we, we might get rolling. Second drive, come out, another three and out. We get another sack. Um, and so, I mean, that was the story of the first half till the uh, Seahawks last drive. I think the Niners had four sacks in the first half. Uh, at one point, the Seattle Seahawks was at negative 12 yards. And it was like, they're going to, I just felt like they were going to run away from it. And then, before you know it, it's seven seven and DK's getting a little loose. Um, Jamal. Hey, but shout out Mosley though. He did a good job though. I mean, he's uh he's showing a little life for the DBs. I want to shout out Mosley. He, I mean, he had a good, uh, a nice day. No, you're absolutely right. Mosley did play good. Jamal, what what do you think happened to the offense in that first half? Like, yeah, honestly, I couldn't tell you. Uh, you know, Jimmy G was just being Jimmy G. Wasn't taking any shots. I don't think the run game was going too well for him either. Um, Seahawks are just – I mean, Jimmy's too predictable, man. They shut down the middle of the field, brought the safeties down, and that was it. And then he threw that interception. That was what he's uh, – Achilles heel. He never sees that underneath man. You know, mm -hmm. he always looks on his receiver. A good DB or a good linebacker is going to read his eyes and shoot it. That's pitch perfect. Well, let's get into that because we always say that Jimmy G doesn't see the sinking linebacker, but the Seattle Seahawks did something a little bit different. Shout out to Ken Norman Jr., uh, 49ers all-time great. Would you say he's an all-time great linebacker? Uh, a 49er great. He's a yeah, 49er great. You think? I, I don't know about all-time linebacker, but – Well, we're going to get on a side tangent right now. We'll go side tangent right now, okay? we got Patrick Willis, Navarro Bowman, Fred Warner. Were those guys better than Norton? Most definitely. Was uh, Ken Norton is a one uh, one or two down linebacker. He's good for the run. So does it even make a top five though? Because then you got like Lee Ooh, Woodall. That's tough. You know, that's you got like Lee Woodall, and then you know you got some tough hey, guys. Derek Smith. Derek Smith. Derek Smith. Um, my guy, uh, Alden Smith. He in there. He can get uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Gary Plummer. Uh, man, Lee Woodall. I mean, we can go, uh, my man, what's my name, Kenny Turner? It's, it's, yeah. it's, 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 nah, he ain't making it. So, Jamal, is he in your top five, Ken Norton Jr.? 
Yeah, I'll give it to him. He got a Super Bowl ring, man. Yeah, but some of those other guys, though. Yeah, but he was a starting linebacker. I mean, two time, two time Pro Bowler, bro. Come on, even Romanowski over Ken Norton. No, no, that's lie. debatable. That's debatable. That's why I said. I mean, he's a real asshole, like, but yeah, I can see that. I would say like top ten, maybe, but not top five. That's, but I, I mean, I always liked him watching beat up the goalposts. That was always lit. All right, all right. So we'll go back to it, right? But so Stephon Diggs. No, it's not Stephon Diggs. What's his name? Something. Who? The safety for the uh, Seahawks. It is Stephon. Oh, Diggs, uh, something Diggs. Something Diggs. Diggs, right? Quandre Diggs. Quandre Diggs. Yeah. Stephon Diggs is a vi- uh, is the is the build. Hey, the cousins, some Diggs. They digging it. Diggs, right? So he's playing. He's playing high safety. You know, we all know that Seattle plays single high safety. They play Adams in the box, right? And in that pick that he he picked off Jimmy G, he's not even playing high safety. Seattle's playing both of their safeties in the box. They're taking the middle of the field away. And it's just, I don't know if, you know, we don't have the all 22. And during the week, Twitter does a good job. There's a lot of 49ers content on Twitter that puts the all 22 and they'll break down what happened on the interception. But it, there's got to be some type of, deep route or outside breaking route and it's like the middle of the field middle of the field middle of the field middle of the field and stefan diggs or uh quandra diggs he just jumped that route and he's playing high safety and so he's got his feet at the 12 yard mark from the line of scrimmage and he's not even backpedaling he's just taking the middle of the field away. he's just sitting yeah. there taking the middle of the field away and it and it and it's that's where the frustration with jimmy g is it's is he staring down the routes is, he had to, he or is it, or is eyes. it Shanahan calling these plays? Like there was, I know I'm rambling a bit now, but Shanahan or uh, one of the reporters asked Jimmy Garoppolo last week, like, "Are you struggling with throwing the deep route?" And he said, "No, I'm just executing the plays that are being called." So is he throwing Shanahan on the bus, or is this really happening, Jamal? What do you think? Is he throwing Shanahan on the bus, or is he not able to read the field and throw the deep ball? Might be a little bit of both. Um, Shanahan's might be calling some plays that does let him stretch the field, but I mean, I said I said yesterday that he's averaging two point something time to release the ball, so he's having doping out there and just you know one thousand two in a second dropping it off. Yeah, no, I mean you're right about that, Chrissy Chris. What what are you expecting from the offense? Uh Honestly, I, I would say we need a little bit more juice because, I mean, Jimmy G's he's running the offense good. But, I mean, these games that we – the last two games, there's really no juice. You know what I'm saying? Like, we get a, a lot of juice check, though. I mean, shout out. Yeah, shout out Juice. I would say he was our – besides Debo, he is our second uh, most productive player the last two weeks. That's Even the problem right there. That's Jamal's favorite guy. Though. He's killing in the league. That's the problem right there, bro. We got Kilo on you just chilling on the bench, <laughs> doing jack shit. I'm did. Oh well. I, well, like I said, honestly, the offense. Like I said, we'll see what uh, if Jimmy G is going to be out for like a week or two. With uh, Trey Lance, with a full week of practice, knowing that he's going to be the guy. Uh, what kind of energy? Uh, he's a dual threat quarterback, so. It might help us out a little bit, give our defense a little spark that we need as well. I mean, everything piggybacks off one another. So I'm just so, excited. Go ahead. Uh, let's, let's stay in the first half, right? Um, I'm getting really 
like Alex Smith vibes from Jimmy Garoppolo. Like Alex Smith would keep the play on time. He would game manage the field. He would avoid, try to avoid costly turnovers, right? And, but the only knock on like Alex Smith is like, if it's a cover two and you run a smash concept, Alex Smith is not going to throw that ball because a smash concept is taken away by the cover two. You know what I mean? So there's nothing that Alex Smith will do to make the play right. You know what I mean? And sometimes, uh, say it again, Chris. I said he'll check down or take off. Or right. Check, check down or try to take off. Right. So there's yeah. nothing that Alex Smith will try to do to beat the coverage. There's nothing Alex Smith will try to do to improve the play where these top t- tier uh, quarterbacks. Now, this is where you start work, walking on a slippery slope, right? You're expecting a guy that's already playing a position where Jimmy G is like a top 25 quarterback in the league. Would you say yes or no? Yeah, I'll give him that top 25. So, there's only there's only 25 other people in the world, in the whole entire world, that can do what he can. But we need him to be a top five guy where only five people in the world can start doing that. So you become you become walking on a slippery slope there when you say that you need something better from Jimmy G. And I think that's where people start struggling. Like, this is a ceiling of Jimmy G. Jamal, do you agree, or is there anything better that we can expect out of Jimmy G? I think what you see, what you're going to get, this is uh, Jimmy Garoppolo right now. Uh, we haven't seen him throw a ball over 20 yards in three, four weeks now. So this is him right here. He's intermediate anywhere from two yards to 15 at most. That's it. It might be a blessing in disguise, to be honest with you. I mean, I hate for the guy to get hurt, anything like that. I always want to hey, just get beat out regular. But this might be the spark that we need. I mean, we're 2-2 two and two right now. I mean, we're kind of right at the, the middle ground. We have to go up from here or we can go down. Um, I think Trey Lance, like I said, a full week of practice, knowing that he's going to be the guy, see what he has, get a nice game plan. This might be the spark that we need, the, the extra juice that we have uh, to, to get us going. So, yeah. As I, said, I might be calling the upset. That's early, but I might be calling the upset. So there, there was a play that uh, Jimmy G left one hanging and Kittle got the, his knee taken off. Out under him over like again like last season so that's two seasons in a row where Kittle has knee injury and he's toughing it out. Trent Williams was in and out trying to tough it out. His shoulder, I guess, there's a serious shoulder injury going on the way he was holding it when he was walking around the field. Um, Mac was battling a hand injury all game, and then at halftime, Jimmy G calf gets tightened on him. Now I'm texting back a, a bunch of people. During the game, texting you guys back in a bunch uh, during the game. Jamal, do you think it is a legit injury or did Jimmy G get benched? Um, I think I'm with you guys. I didn't see the injury, but uh, he might have pulled something for the first quarter and just toughed it out. But um, I'm not going to say what I'm going to say. It was my guy <laughs> told me not to say anything, but I mean, it just to me, it might be a little fluky. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, he might have got benched for performance because it was a typical Jimmy G game, hit and miss. And we're getting kind of to that point of the season where it's like, all right, we got to make a move to either for better or for worse, kind of, in my opinion. But he no. came out saying that he's tired of the injuries and he's acknowledged that he's hurt. So yeah. if Shanahan pulled him, they would have said something that they want to try something else, give Lance a look, the defense a look. I think he did. I hope not tear anything, but he must have trained to something down there. Well, so Shanahan said after the game that 
the calf got tied on him and that he couldn't put any pressure on the calf or throw off his back foot. So it, it was his right calf. And so he couldn't deliver any juice out of his right calf to throw. You know what I mean? So hey, I got juice in my right calf. And I'm just saying, <laughs> bullshit, Jimmy. You're going to lose your job with that bullshit excuse. <laughs> That's all I got to say. No, it's true though. Like, He's playing for his career, man. You got to tough that shit out. It's that I was serious. Say, my calf. I got. I can't pull my back. Come on, why, 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 little baby, Jimmy G, man up. So yeah, I mean, I did ask Chris not to say all that, but he did. Go ahead. I Chris. had to. I had to, man. <laughs> Jimmy G, you went on no the filters. Week. Hey, you went harder on last week. Why can't I? Get, I why can't I piggyback off the, the energy that you had? So because I, was, I think. Well, here it is. I, I I just don't think you can always question injury. Like, you know, you don't know what he's going through. You know what I mean? Now, I'm just saying, come on, Tess. He has a lot of injuries. He has a lot of injuries. I was just saying, would you buy that excuse if I told you my calf was hurting and I'm supposed to be your guy? I mean, I'd That's be like, tough. thanks. I think thanks for giving the excuse to start Trey Lance. You know what I mean? Well, I'm just saying, though, Tess, you would lose a little respect for me if I told you. I couldn't do the show. My, 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 my leg, my leg was tightened up. Oh, yeah. If you said you couldn't do the show because you're calf, I'd be like, what are you talking about? That, that's how we feel. That's how we feel. Like, come on, man. Like, what? We got a, we got a championship run to make here. We got this is only week three. And so so the second half starts, right? And Trey Lance, oh, God bless his soul. He put his helmet on, zipped up his chin strap, and he started running yeah, out. And rookie. he started running out. I got off my couch. I started clapping. <laughs> I started climbing. I was like, thank you, Jesus. I was like, oh, they're about to have church all up in there. All for the wrong reasons. All yeah, I was at the church reasons. up in there. And then I'm like, all right, Shanahan, take the training wheels off. And then he goes six run plays in a row, bro. RPO? <laughs> it was not That's even it. an RPO. It was That's like a run, run option. It was RPO on three. RPO on Omaha. It was a run-run option. He's reading the end. Either I'm going to run it with the running back or I'm going to run it myself. Run-run option. Hey, our defense is doing good, but Russell Wilson is a boy, though. Like, you, it was only so many times we were getting off the field like that. So, Well, hey. well here, here's my question. Here's my question. I'll go to Jamal right now. Jamal, do you think Shanahan did a good job of getting, uh, of getting my boy Trey Lance settled into the game? That's tough, man. I mean, like you said, uh, five, six trade uh, RPOs. No, no, run-run option. Run-run option. No, was it five straight? It was six straight. Run, run option. I got to double check that. But either way, man, I mean, yeah, get him loose. I doubt he had much, much uh, practice reps during the week. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. <laughs> I'm just frustrated. He kind of just threw him to the wolves. He kind of just threw him straight out like, hey, man. Either way, he's being thrown to the wolves, though. I mean, I'm not going to judge him on this game because, I mean, he got kind of thrown in in a tight ball game. I mean, like you said, limited practice reps. Probably just has only one or two plays that he's practiced. You know, the read option. You know, the RPOs that he does. Not a full, uh, full second half game plan with the game on the line, making critical plays and all that. So, uh, I, I, I'll hold my judgment till next week if he's the guy. So here, here, here's what I think. I don't think that the Footy Niners were prepared to play Trey Lance this game. I no. think, I think the game plan was for Jimmy G. I think the game that was going to be called was for Jimmy G. And so when Jimmy G's calf was injured, I think it threw Kyle Shanahan into a loop a little bit. Uh, Jamal, he'll fact check me and we'll go back to the next show. But they started off that first drive in the second half, nothing but run plays. From there, 
they even came back the first two plays after that with straight run plays. I thought Shanahan did a good job of designing run plays for uh, Trey Sturman instead of uh, outside zone or um, inside zone or stretch zone. He was running in the power, right? He's pulling McGlinchey. He's pulling the guards. He's pulling uh, Williams. He's pulling the other guard. His down block, kickouts, gap scheme. And that's what Trey Sturman ran a lot better this week. It's downhill, one cut, and just follow your guards to daylight, right? And it takes all the thinking out of the running backs. And so I thought uh, Shanahan did a good job of changing up the running game plan. I think that we ran the ball a lot better than we did against the Packers. Um, I think that Shanahan wanted to be stubborn with the run in the second half, but it wasn't working for him. Um, But with the threat of Lance in there, I think that it's hard to say, right? Because our run game was a little bit getting stuffed and then the score dictated that we need to start passing a little bit more. But I just feel like Chris, right? You're, you, you, you got an athletic quarterback with a rollout cutting the field in half and flooding one side of the field seem a lot better than standing back in that pocket. Let's get him a, a run pass option. You know what I'm saying? Give him a little bit, you know, get him comfortable. Roll him out a little bit, you know, give him a, couple of options, you know, a short route and an intermediate route or how the options run, you know, use his feet. Don't be scared to get yards, positive yards, keep the chains moving. Right. No, you're all right. You're right about all that. I mean, they, had, they had Lance on the road to the right where he spiked the ball, I think, five feet in front of Kittle. Yeah, I mean, that was, that was the first drive. drive. Right. Yeah, that was, so that was the first pass. That was the, the second drive, the first pass, and he got, you know, nerves got to them. It was a bad ball. Bad ball, bad ball, bad ball. It's all right. I'm not gonna, like I said, I'm not going to judge him this game. I mean, he got thrust into the fire. It's kind of just to see where, where he was at. Uh, I mean, it was pros and cons. It was a lot of good and bad. So I think you you got to judge him a little bit, though. I mean, it was a whole second half against a, a vulnerable second uh, secondary from the Seahawks. Right. I mean, he so, didn't have a great performance, but he had some good and some bad. No, you guys are right. But so what, what ends up happening is the Niners stall out. The Niners go um, – uh, they get a first down in the first drive, then they got to punt the ball away. And the importance of having a kick returner shows up, right? They got or Simba. They got the Kenny. same thing, man. The Simba, Simba Webster. Where you at? Simba Webster. Where you know, Chicago, right? Um, Come over to the bay. Come back the, home. The ex- the experiment of Cannon showed its face. He bobbled the ball, but. And then he it was good last week. You and can't he bobbled the ball again. And so the Seahawks get that. But before that, I don't it this might be the dumbest football player I've ever seen. Oh, Instead, <laughs> the, the punt, I'm talking, I'm talking about the punt, right? Wisnowski, God bless his soul, he's not a field goal kicker. And that's something we'll touch on a little bit later. But he pins the punt in between the five and the three yard line, and Cannon runs and he grabs the ball, and he dives in the end zone. Then he spikes it and celebrates like he did something right. Jamal, <laughs> what were your Come thoughts? Come on, man. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know what to think, man. I mean, I sent you as a joke. I was like, what was this guy doing like a fire drill real quick? You know, dove in the end zone, rolled around, spiked like he was doing something good. It's like, bro, you're an NFL player, man. What the hell are you doing? He might get cut. I'm not going to lie. He might get cut. I'm not going to lie. He might get cut on Tuesday. No, it's, I mean it's, it's, it's low key possible, man. He got enough follies in one game to be like, yeah, bro, we going uh damn near Kyle Williams two right now. 
<laughs> Damn near. <laughs> not not a big of a game, but okay. So so you know okay, Cannon. You know it happens, bro. It happens. So the Seahawks go end up scoring on that drive, right? The defense playing lights out. I don't know. They're, they're gassed. Um, the Seahawks make some adjustments. I think DeMarco Ryan is struggling a little bit in game adjustments. It's only his third game of being a DC. I saw it didn't start off great either. You know what I mean? It's going to be a learning curve for him and we have to expect that. And we have to grade his performance, uh, DeMarco Ryan as a curve, you know what I mean? And so have whatever, you know, it's a 14, seven, one score game. We're going to get the ball back. Let's see if Trey Lance can do something. And then Cannon has the fumble. He fumbled once, picks it up, fumbles again, and the ball ends up somewhere like on the 12-yard line. And the Seahawks capitalize. Um, they, we blitz Dante Johnson. Russell Wilson is Russell Wilson. And we all have PTSD of him escaping the pocket, getting loose, and throwing a touchdown. He's been doing that shit for years. Which Alsa here was in coverage, and I don't understand that. Chris, explain why Alsa here is in coverage. And shout out, my is, man. Green where is where is Lenore? Right, Lenore has been having a great season. I don't think I've seen him on the field today. What what happened, Chris? Man, that's just a bad coaching. That's that's bad coaching right there. You got to get the best players on the field. I don't care what round you are, or how much you make. Hey, I want the best players on the field. I don't care if you're making the highest in that in the in that room. If you're not performing. Hey, get my get my get my rookie out there, Lenore. He's well, a good player. Yeah, I mean it's it's they're already in nickel, right? And so they're playing two linebacker sets, and Jamal, a linebacker on a wide receiver other than Warner, would is that is that the odds that you want? No, uh, I'm not. I mean, not at all. That's bad I mean, coaching. You got to go back to the. I think it was the first quarter when DK had that first touchdown. Aziz was on him as well. Yeah. I don't understand if that was just a, a mix-up or just didn't scheme it properly or I don't have no idea what, but that's a mismatch all day. They probably just got caught in the wrong defense. They probably thought they were uh, going to come out in a kind of like a base defense, but they had just had all the receivers out there and then that linebacker was screwed. So no, I don't well, know if they checked it. Well, the so the second touchdown I know for sure, because who did they blitz? Dante Johnson. Dante yeah. Johnson is playing the slot corner. So they're in nickel package already, right? Instead of blitzing Dante Johnson, why don't you just blitz Alsa here? Yeah, maybe they're trying to do like a zone blitz or something like that. You know, well, yeah, maybe. they're doing they're doing yeah, fire zone. That's what they're doing. Yeah. And so with Russell Wilson, you know, with zone, zone becomes man after the quarterback starts scrambling around, right? Yeah, but Russell's seen that play a million times. So yeah. And so it becomes two weeks in a row that the 49ers have been out coached. I mean, there's no other way you can put it. Uh I'll give you that because that's the difference in the games that we that we're losing. It's not like we're getting outperformed, like on the field personnel wise. It's kind of the X's and O's that we're kind of screwing ourselves on these last two weeks. Right, being out of alignment and out of position. Yeah, uh, and so twenty-one-seven. And in my mind, I mean the game's over in my mind. Um, <laughs> I didn't. I just. I just didn't see how the Niners would score over twenty-one points this game. Uh, I was already saying that the Niners are going to lose 37 to 17, 38 to 17. Uh, it wasn't as bad I'll as I thought it was going to be, but um, 17 points, that's as much as I thought the Niners were going to score today. And and so I don't know if what Shanahan's thinking again, 
Niners get the ball back in a first down all game. First down, first down, first down, first down, first down. It's power run again, and they get stuffed. Right? And so I got to go back and watch the film after that. I think I kind of just zoned out. I was just angry. Um, I got myself a, a few hours in between a recording the show and the end of the game to calm down a little bit. But the Niners really didn't do anything to drive after that either. They ended up punting. And uh, I can't call it after that. Did Seattle score a field goal or did they score another touchdown after that? Well, it was a touchdown. Touchdown. Another yeah, touchdown. 28, so it was a touchdown. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, another touchdown. 28 on that. So it's 28-7 and Trey Lance well, comes out. And, then, and, and Trey Lance kind of finds his legs a little bit. It was a fourth and one. And he kind of – it was supposed to be like a power uh, power QB run type of look, and but he found Debo over the middle. He made a defender miss, gave a nice soft pass to Debo, a catchable ball. Debo catches it, plucks it out of the air, first down. And the drive continues to go. It's a little bit of a lengthy drive. Uh, you got to take your time with Lance. Uh, you can tell that he's not seeing things very well as, uh, as expected out of the rookie, but he made a lot of plays. Jamal, what is your overall impression – of Trey Lance and give me a score from one to 10. I mean, again, I don't think he got a lot of practice reps in, so I give him, you know, six out of 10. He missed some throws out there and made some plays. I just, it's a nine day difference with him on the field. I suppose like Jimmy G out there extends the plays moving around, picked up 41 yards rushing. And I think also those yards were just, you know, extend the play. Right. Chris, Chris, where, where do you rank him uh, from one to 10? And what is your, First thoughts of seeing Trey Lance in uh, real game time action. No, that's what I said. I would say about a six out of ten. Uh, like I said, I'm gonna hold my judgment. You know, like I said, less practice reps. You know, it's kind of just thrown on, thrown, just thrown out there in a big game because this was a big game. Anytime we play Seattle, it was always a big game. But uh, I, I'm, a, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing what he, another dynamic he can bring to the offense. You know, those plays that Jimmy D does it kind of holds the ball a little bit when he. You know, double taps the ball. Those are the plays where Jim, uh, Trey Lance can take off running, you know what I'm saying, just get three or four yards, keep the chains moving or something like that. But uh, I'm excited, you know what I'm saying, a full week of practice. Uh, like I said, I'm still calling the upset against the Cardinals. You heard it first Sunday night. So okay. so I, I give I give Trey Lance a 7 out of 10. Um, Because some of the things, like you said, in the pocket, uh, well – there's a couple of times and Mark uh, Schlereth, he uh, he pointed out that there's a couple of times you should have climbed the pocket instead of fading away into the pocket where it was hard for him to escape that pocket. Uh, but that comes with times and rep and just veteran experience, right? Experience, yep. Um, but then there's plays where he just kept alive with his feet. I think that ball to Kittle, uh, where Kittle kind of dropped it. He got hit and dropped the touchdown. I think Kittle should have caught it. Um, come down with that, right? Especially, you know, you're arguably a top three uh, tight end in the league. That you got to come down with that ball. Uh, I don't think Jimmy G even tries to attempt that ball. I don't think Jimmy G has enough mustard to put in that to split the double coverage and really hit that right there. Um, and there was a couple other balls that I felt like, you know, Jimmy G would had wouldn't have attempted and it wouldn't have been completed. Or picked um, off. Yeah, or picked off. I don't. I didn't see any balls from Trey Lance that bounced off the Seahawks' shoulders or was thrown. I mean, there was a couple of slant balls where he threw it high and his jitters, feet work, rookie. Um, but if we just go through the numbers, right, 
we'll say like, you know, Russell Wilson, 16 for 23, 149 yards passing, 26 yards, rushing two touchdowns, a rating of 116. That's an awesome game, right? Well, I mean, yeah, awesome game. And then so we go to Jimmy Garoppolo, 14 to 23, 165 passing yards, which is more of Russell Wilson, uh, one interception, one touchdown, a rating of 79.1. So you got rating of 116, rating of 79.1, and then you go to Trey Lance, eight for 19. Uh, so he completed a little bit less than half of his passes, 157 yards, which is more than Russell Wilson, rushed for 41 yards, more than both the quarterbacks put together, two touchdowns. Um, tied with Russell Wilson with a 117.1 passer rating. So statistically, now people on Twitter always arguing with me that Jimmy G's uh, QBR rating is in the middle of the pack, and so he is a middle-of-the-pack quarterback. Trey Lance, if you keep him on the same standards of the rating and Q, uh, QBR quarterback rating, he outperformed Jimmy Garoppolo and Russell Wilson today. And that's just, like you guys said, coming off a week where he probably didn't get any of the first-team snaps, probably didn't get any of the snaps with uh, with the real offense and the game plan, and he just kind of had to make things work. Now, what the heck happened to Robbie Gold? I don't know. Maybe he's just old, man. It was that cold weather. He tightened up, you know. You know, you get old, you get brittle. Yeah, but it was like 95 degrees in Levi's today. Oh, man. I don't know, man. He's just being a kicker. Weird. Well, the, report, the report was it was like five minutes before the game. His hamstring got tied on him. Uh, Jamal, have you ever heard of anything like that before? I mean, he's a kicker, man. Kickers are weird as shit. Remember yeah, uh, Martin Grammatica, Troy's ACL, celebrating a field goal? Yeah. Have you ever hurt yourself, Tess, right before work? Five minutes for clocking in. I mean, no. You ever no. Grind, clocking in? Mm-mm. You ever had a call in, like, right before you pulled up? Yeah. I mean, I had a flat tire or something. That's basically what he had to <laughs> He basically had a flat tire. <laughs> yeah, he just had a flat tire right before he got to work. He was like, hey, man, I can't go. I can't. I ain't going to make it today. I ain't got no insurance. So the thing that was just, okay, so you got to, you, you know, your hammy, whatever, your calf, whatever's going on, right? Pull up a flat. The thing that was just making me mad is just, why is this dude in pads then? Hey, but did he have like an arm brace on? Like he broke his arm? What was that black thing on his arm? Did you I have no idea. The, did you see the little cameo they had on him? No. Nope. Like he was all like, all crippled, but they were talking about he had a leg injury. No. Nope. So like he broke his arm. I have no idea. Oh, so. Cool. Take the tape. <laughs> I hear you gotta check the tape. You gotta check the tape on that, Jamal. So you gotta check the tape on that, and then you gotta check the tape on the uh, first drive of the second half. I'm on it. All right. So, um, so the Niners, you know, it's a little bit of everything, right? You can't just blame the quarterback position. The quarterback position could have played better. We would have maybe won that game. Special teams let us down today, especially Cannon, which had a big game against Green Bay, but this game is not even close. Uh, Cannon also had. One of the uh, kickoff returns, he was he thought the ball was going to land in the end zone and it bounced on the one, bounced on the three, right he got tackled at the eight-yard line. I was like, yeah. what the hell? And so the man couldn't get out of his way. And so Chris is making a cut him sign. We got to cut him, man. I mean, shit, that, that's yeah, – you on the bubble. You like 52, 53, man, on that roster. Yeah. Yeah. I'm calling Chicago right now. That's for the Simba back. 
No, I mean, I'm if he's on the you, practice squad, I'm, you could just just swoop him up, man. You know what I mean? So, um, but with all that being said, it was a little bit of special team, a little bit of offense, a little bit of the lack of the running game. A little bit of everything. A little bit of everything. Um, and this is two weeks in a row where Brandu, Brandon Ayuk is held for one catch. And it's just really interesting is Brandon Ayuk, like, you know, he had over 80 staffs last week. Uh, I haven't seen the snap count this week, but he was on the field a lot this week. Is he not being targeted? Is Jimmy G not looking for him? Is, you know, Trey Lance who didn't even complete a pass his way either. Jamal, you're our wide receiver guy. Is Brandon Ayuk, what is going on, dude? I, I came in begin to explain what's going on, man. I don't know if he's at doghouse. You got some bad juju going on. I mean, he's out there getting his helmet knocked off on special teams because clearly uh. I mean, Shannon must hate him for some reason. <laughs> I, I can't even tell you why. <laughs> what happened to Trent Shearfield also? That dude was, uh, you know, the star of the preseason. <laughs> I haven't seen him in two weeks. Uh, yeah, we need a Trent, we need a Trent uh, Shearfield signing. Where you at, man? Yep. Don't call out the show. We yep. do it every Sunday. No, you're right. You're right. Um, so with, with all that being said, it's a little bit of a mix of everything. And I want to touch on uh, Kyle Shanahan and the coaching staff. Like I alluded to, it was it felt like the Niners have been out coached two weeks in a row. Um, the drive before that we scored a touchdown, uh, we got stuffed on a fourth and two on a Debo sweep. Now, Dumb this is two, this is two weeks shit. in a row. This is two weeks in a row where the same play has been stuffed two weeks in a row. I, I, I don't I don't understand where Kyle Shanahan doesn't understand where the rest of the league, right, has looked at your Debo sweep, has looked at your wide receiver sweep. So successful for two years in a row. This year, defenses are game planning to it where we can't even pick up a fourth and two Debo sweep. I mean, is that being outcoached? Yes or no, Chris? Nah, I would say the yeah, coach. I would say just a bad play call. Also, I would say a bad play call because I mean you can't keep going to the well if you're doing it week to week. You should already know people are already game planning for that. And then you see Debo going motion, they're already going to slant to that. Already have like a blitz right into that. So they need to have like a counter to it. Maybe have like a dive, like a fake jet sweep dive, or you can just do the fake jet sweep and then quarterback sneak. You know, mix it up a little bit. Can't keep going to the same well. I mean, it's the NFL. Everybody's watching tape. Everybody's giving their two cents to help uh, to help their team out with scouting. Jamal, did you want to see the Debo sweep ever again? Never in my life. <laughs> hey, that's the most favorite play. No, but that's didn't Trent Williams get hurt on that same play too? Uh, I can't call it. Maybe. I, I think it was around that time that – I could be wrong, but that's when um, I think he hurt his shoulder. Yeah. So – um, one, one fourth down play I really liked last week. The Niners uh ran the use check under he goes in the motion under center sneak. quarterback sneak. This thing they ran the same motion, but this time instead of st- uh, stopping under center, he kicked out the tackle or he kicked out the defensive end. And Trey Lance ran like a sweep uh, or well, it was probably got power right, uh, uh, right power. behind, right? Yeah, right behind uh, use check, which was a great wrinkle. Uh, Ooh, to last that's week. Fancy. you know what I mean? So Shanahan, I feel, you know, you you said it, you feel it was a bad uh, play call. I feel he's being outcoached. I feel like he's been real conservative the last, uh, this whole season. Uh, there was a first half, uh, uh, fourth and two, 
they're at the 50 or the 48, their own 48, 14 2. And they punt the ball away. And that's where uh, we lost track of DK and they scored that first touchdown. Uh, I felt like if you keep that ball there and you make, you, t- you send a message to the team that we need to score some points. You know what I mean? We can't just have a firm believer going for it every fourth down. No, not every fourth down. It has to be time and distance, right? Time and distance. It was about like three more minutes left to the half. If you don't get it, uh, that you, the Seahawks still have to uh, drive down the field a little bit to at least get to field goal range. Your, your defense is playing hats uh, lights out at that point. Uh, but fourth and two, you're, you're picking up fourth and two all first half. You know what I mean? I mean, you're picking up two yards all first half. You know what I mean? So it's just uh, the time and the situation. I thought that was the right time, the right situation to do it. I feel you. Hey, I, I'm here for a couple of fake punts here and there as well. Uh, I, I, feel like we're, I feel like we're due for something. As I'm saying, we need a little jumpstart the offense, man. We're we, we like a 95 Chevy and this new age where everybody got Teslas. I feel yeah. like our, I feel like our offense needs a little, little, little juice, something. Yeah. So we'll wrap it up with this, Jamal. Two and two, where you're going into the division leading Arizona Cardinals. Uh, where are you are on the panic meter of the season right now? I'm not pushing the button yet. I'm, uh, I'm actually kind of excited. Trey Lance got a full week of practice. Center's belt. Everyone seems kind of healthy. A little worried about Trent Williams. But I'm not hitting the button yet. Uh, Chrissy, Chris, where are you at in the panic button meter? Oh, no, I'm steady. I'm steady. We're good at the the first, you know, I would say the quarter mark. I've got 17 games now, so I can't really say the quarter, but I'm going to say the quarter. Uh, quarter mark of the season, first quarter. Uh, it's not bad, two and two. Uh, we can have a, I say, honestly, we could be, you know, maybe three and one, maybe four and no oh in the quarter mark, but. I'm not panicking at all. You know, we're still filling out our team. You know, uh, with the way this uh, preseason was, a lot of people didn't get enough reps, you know, snaps. And then we've got a new quarterback. So the more uh, more plays he sees, more time he gets on the field is uh, a beneficial for us too. So I'm, I'm, we're, we're kind of right there. We're kind of playing the course. I think we're all right, two and two. You know, it's a, it's a long season. So we can go on a run here. I think we all agreed in the beginning of the season that we were going to split the division. We wasn't going to sweep anybody. I think uh, whatever the Niners' realistic goal is, I mean, they're going to tell you that they're going to try to go for the Super Bowl. And when you're in the building, that's the goal, and you think you can turn everything around. Right now they look like an average team. But uh, a 9-8, and eight, a 10-7 and seven might get you into the playoffs. And for me, that's good enough. You know what I mean? They were dangerous. They were a dangerous football team. Oh, we're I don't scrappy. think we're dangerous. I don't think we're dangerous. I feel, like, I feel like we're scrappy. No. I feel like we're a scrappy team. No, I don't, I don't think we're scrappy. I think we're a finesse team right now. I don't think we are moving. I don't think we're moving the line at any front. I don't think we are dominating in the trenches at any game or point of the game. I don't think we have, um, other than Debo, other than Debo and Kittle, other than Debo and Kittle, I don't think we have anybody that's a bully. So we're soft? You're calling yeah. us soft? Yeah, right now, yeah. Uh, so far so, in this in this part of the season, as so far this part of the season, the biggest hit is Trent Williams hitting a corner that is two hundred pounds less than him. That is the biggest hit of the season. Jeez. Okay. Hey, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I, I just asked the questions. Hey, I'm, I'm not mad. I'm not mad. You calling us soft? 
Uh, you heard Tesh. That is Tesh on the podcast. That is Tesh. That's calling us off. So hit his Twitter lineup. Kick his ass. <laughs> I say that. Blow him up. I didn't say that. I say we're scrappy. You know, we you know we win some, we lose some. That's why we're 500 right now. Yeah, I'm not yeah. in the panic button, though, man. We lost both games by one score. D4 is looking like his old self. We got Trey Lance as starting quarterback now. Ayuk's going to wake up eventually. So we'll be all right. I don't we'll be good. I'm yeah. not hitting the panic button. Don't get me wrong. I'm not hitting the panic button. We'll hit soft, though. We're I think soft. the playoffs are still there for us. I just don't think that we are a dominant football team. Um, also, I don't know if Trey Lance is going to be starting for us. Uh, I mean, this is kind of the time. I mean, what's, what's the best way to get from Jimmy? If you think about it, I don't, I don't, I don't really don't see him going any higher than what he's done. Oh yeah, I mean, I said it last week's pod that whatever Jimmy's given us, Trey Lance can give us th- that and better, and which he kind of showed today with his feet and zipping the ball in there. I think he needs to throw and- a, a, a better deliverable ball. But I was really surprised. Oh so no, I was waiting for you guys to jump on the podcast. I, I had the NBC Sports wrap up on, which is uh, Joe Staley is on the show now. And they asked him, they straight up asked him, like, what would you rather do right now? Would you stay with Jimmy G or would you go with Trey Lance? And I always thought that, well, I mean, this could be true. Both statements could be true, but I always thought Jimmy G was um, Trey Lance or it was uh, Joe Staley's boy, but Joe Staley said that he would go with Trey Lance right now. Where the offense is moving, he feels like Trey Lance can be the firecracker that the offense needs, which was really surprising to me. He's not lying. That's why he's an analyst. I mean, he's doing his homework. He sees that we need the juice. But we don't, we don't, I mean, we make plays, but it's, I don't know. We, we need, we need something. It ain't, it ain't, Jimmy, Jimmy G ain't it. I, I mean, he, he wrote it out as long, I guess, as long as he did, to be honest with you. I mean, we thought it was going to be a little bit later, but I mean, cream rises to the top. So, yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see what the MRI shows. We'll, back, we'll get back on. We'll do an Arizona uh, Cardinals breakdown of what we expect has to happen in the game. And hopefully upset. Can... I mean, real, real quick, though. I mean, let's yeah. say Lance starts this Sunday against Cardinals and wins. The bye week's next week. Are you giving Lance the uh, starting nod heading after that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I think. We're not yeah. turning back. Yeah, that's it. If, Sorry, Jimmy. If, if, if Trey Lance has any type of day like he did today, like he com- – he, Completes half of his passes, throws multiple touchdowns, rushes for over 40 yards. Yes, I will start. I'm on the upset right now. I'm telling you right now, Niners are going to win next week. You heard it first on the pod. We're still recording. Just let you know. All right. I don't want no credit either. I just know we're going to win next week. I can feel it. Well, last time, last time we had a quarterback change uh, after an injury to a quarterback, we went to the Super Bowl. So. Hey, we had the same low-key kind of schedule, two road games. You know, we had to stay in the mid uh, the, the Mideast. So, we might be on the same path, but I'm just telling you, I'm, I got the upset. Book it. Jamal, any more last words? Uh, let's put lost behind us. Focus on the Cardinals, because God knows we need to. Chris, any last words? Not much. Just like I said, uh, I got the upset next week. I got the Niners. Uh if Trey Lance is a starting, doesn't really matter who's starting quarterback, but I think the Niners are going to bounce back and uh, get right back in that division uh, race with the other NFC West teams. 
We'll see what Jimmy G's MRI shows tomorrow. Joe Staley, take us out. How's it go? Jimmy Tom Sula, Jimmy Tom Sula. <laughs> Open up my shirt like Jimmy Tom Sula. Got the gold chain on like Jimmy Tom Sula. Like that?